Hi there, I'm Jason. And I'm Joseph. And this is the Infinity Cast, where we spill the tea on Marvel and pop culture. This week we're discussing Moon Knight Season 1, Episode 3, The Friendly Type. So let's get into it with the recap. Harrow and his followers discover the location of Amit's tomb in the desert. In Cairo, Mark and Stephen both experience blackouts while tracking a lead to Harrow's location. After failing to gain information, Khonshu calls a council between his fellow Egyptian gods and their avatars to warn them of Harrow's plans, but Harrow successfully denies the accusation. Hathor's avatar tells Mark that he must find the sarcophagus of a magi who knew the location of Amit's tomb. Layla finds Mark and takes him to meet Anton Mogart, an acquaintance of Layla's who owns the sarcophagus. Harrow arrives and destroys the sarcophagus, forcing Mark, Stephen, and Layla to fight off Mogart's men and escape into the desert. Stephen assembles some of the fragments into a star map, but it is 2,000 years out of date. Khonshu uses his powers to briefly turn back the night sky to the correct night, allowing, allowing Stephen and Layla to find the location of the tomb. The other gods imprison Khonshu in a stone statue for this, leaving Stephen and Mark unconscious and powerless. So you were right. Third personality. Third personality is there. There's definitely a third person in the room third person confirms yes um i mean i mean they've been teasing it the whole time yeah and like that there were multiple personalities and who knows how many personalities are in there well at least we know there is a third um and you know all the people i talk to they're like oh it's jake i'm like i, I don't know who jake is i don't read the comics in this particular one i don't know anything about the story but apparently it's it must be jake because he wears a hat yeah in the comics his other notable personality is called Jake Lockley and he's like a cab driver or something. But I think just like with Steven, I think they're doing something different with this character. Uh, and apparently he just speaks with a, with a heavy New York taxi driver accent. When he, when he gets to the guy um, and he orders the carob juice, like right before he meets up with Layla, you can hear him talking a little bit more. Hey, what are you doing, man? You know, like kind of vibe. And so since we already assume like there's a third personality, that's I think that's what they're leading up towards. It all makes sense with the with the with the cap and the and the you know, the the kind of the other people who are just dying now in between. So he's gotta be definitely a little more rage centric. Yeah, I'm not exactly sure what they're doing with that character because I don't think he's a New York cabbie like he is in the comics. But uh yeah, he's He's uh he definitely doesn't have qualms about fucking killing people. No, he's he, he like he makes Mark out to be like a damn pacifist. And Steven's just fucking along for the ride and confused as fuck. Yeah, but like I really enjoy Steven in this episode because I feel like he's more balanced. He becomes more aware like, no, you know what? I got to start trusting Mark a little bit. You know, he gives Mark control. He's he's being utilized, you know, for his intellect. So there's a, a nice camaraderie and a working together happening. And I think even Layla uh, defended him and like stood up for him a bunch of times. So like he's getting some self-respect. So I am, I am happy about that, that he, that there's a, there's becoming a respect between Mark and Steven. Yeah. I hope that lasts because I, I kind of think that, I think, I think Layla might have a thing for Steven. I think she respects Steven's intellect. I mean, like she likes his romanticism. She likes Steven's like, understanding of what all the stuff she understands you know his favorite poetry is is her favorite poetry you know they both both speak ancient egyptian and they know that so he's coming from a from she's coming from a from a very different perspective she's used to mark who's just very extremely protective and takes everything super seriously and is very intense and steven's the exact opposite so i think it's very refreshing to her is it cheating if you fuck your partner's alternate personality yeah that's a definite question for for philosophy majors right there um no 
I'm going to go with no. In the same vein, I think we talked a lot about you fucking your own clone because you're narcissists. So, and that was fine. We're, we're, we weren't talking about clones. We were talking about alternate universe variants. Different. Uh, yes, we were talking about alternate universe. Sorry. It, but I don't think it's a difference at the end of the day. And I'm pretty sure you would still fuck your own clone. Yeah, probably. Okay. So within that, yeah, I think you're fine. It's all within the same personality. You know, you just you have to just deal with deal with that little bit of jealousy when you're just blacked out and you're not in control and somebody else's. Enjoy the show, enjoy the ride. You know, it's fine. I'd support it. I would I actually I, I would too. I actually kinda think that uh Steven and Layla would be sort of cute. No, I think so too. I'm rooting for them. Mark's gotta 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 trust Layla a little bit more. We gotta let her in. But I understand there's some secrets and that some of those secrets kinda started to come to bear a little bit with the way Harrow was manipulating everyone and kind of being like, yeah, he had something to do with your uh, dad's death. So um, I'm just going to let that go and drop that. And you have a good time. Bye. Peace out. Fucking asshole. Yeah. Arthur coming in here, lobbing a bomb. Uh, Layla dropped that suspicion against Mark kind of quickly though. Well, I think she's just like, she, she kind of agrees Harrow's an asshole. So she's not going to buy into the manipulation, even though it did kind of like get under her skin. They were in the cab and she was kind of like, I just don't know how many secrets there are. And and I just, when I think I might get to the bottom of the, of, of the barrel of secrets, like I realized I didn't know you at all. You know, it's like, so she's frustrated, but she's just kind of going along for the ride. But at the end of the day, she still trusts Mark enough to go through this. Mark is definitely involved in her father's death somehow though, right? Yeah, no, I mean, I, this, I, I talked to somebody who had to, who read the comics and I was just kind of like, all right, well, <clears throat> and they kind of went on a rant. And from what I gathered in the comics, the character that they created Layla out of, yeah, like Mark had killed the father. I don't know why I didn't, I didn't press for more information. I told them to shut up because I wanted to, I'm enjoying going through this kind of blind. Um, but yeah, apparently that that's a thing. So pretty sure Mark had something to do with it. So Conchu might've just been like, this guy's an evil asshole or something happened involving it. So who knows how, what take there are, but in the comics, yes, that did happen. It'd be kind of cool if like an alternate personality of Mark killed Layla's father. I don't know if they'd go that far, but so like, I mean, it could be Jake. I would think, I think that would be fucking cool. Yeah. And fucked up. I kind of wonder if it's too fucked up for Disney. I don't know. I mean, they were playing with that a little bit with Hawkeye. I think this is just one step forward and this is definitely a little more brutal than, than we're used to. So they're building up to things like that. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not turning it against it. I'm not saying, I don't think they're against this. Can, can I just say though, as someone who has never seen Indiana Jones, I really like that Layla's a, a real Indiana Jones type. I forgot you've never seen Indiana Jones. What is wrong with you? You should never, <laughs> you should never say that in public, by the way, especially not here no i like her like that too i like her she's like a vosh from star trek just a little bit more less greedy about it anyway harrow's a manipulative prick and uh i don't understand why the gods are like buying into his shit at all he i mean at least check it out right like do your due diligence you're supposed to be observing everything we get it you hate Konshu. that's fine but like if Conchu's not lying then you know kind of a big deal instead they just kind of like sit there and let arthur harrow like gaslight the fuck out of conchu yeah and they all the ways that they like 
made his mental illness to like invalidate the case against him. I hated that. Like, oh, I mean, it's so hard to watch, but it's so good because it's like it just shows how much of an asshole Harrow is, and like the gods are just so obsolete, and they obviously, while they might be good intentioned, they don't have it right. They're not doing it right, and they're obviously weakened when it comes to like dealing with people like Harrow who just do everything kind of make it sound right, but are still a manipulative asshole. It's like, we all know people like that. Like it's those abusers, those narcissistic jerk offs. Uh, I hate it, but it's, he's so he's playing it so good. Yeah. I, I will say though, like going into that meeting of the Ineid, like Konshu was like, our case has to be indisputable. And then Konshu completely like throws the case by being like, he can't help himself. No, he's just, he has got filled with rage. He's got anger issues and he's, he's not, saying things properly he's just like if this was a, a, a court of law it would be objection 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 the entire time and he'd be held in contempt which is kind of what happens anyway you know i'm really into the gods i want to know all about them i want a whole entire episode devoted to them you know i mean hathor's avatar is so lovely but i want to know where everyone comes from i want to know if they know the asgardians what in relation to that i want a whole mythological you know like mcu understanding of them you know yeah i'm kind of fascinated by them because like we get some demonstrations of like what they can actually do in this episode and i'm just like they can turn back time and they can summon portals and they can you know seal each other into little stone figurines i'm 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 interested yeah they're using dark magic they're using like except from the dark dimension so i believe they probably have dark dimension um origins whatever they are um and that would be and i really just want to know more from all that also i feel like i've been pr- mispronouncing isis this entire time and apparently it's Isis. so i kind of feel like an asshole about that Eh, you and everyone else i i did like that they called out Konshu on like his garishness and like his proclivity for wearing masks and costumes yeah we don't like the, the your little your little like spandex and superhero type stuff like we just find it so uncivilized i'm guessing the other avatars don't also have superhero personas no no i I guess not i mean they could and maybe that's what eventually we may lead up to but like eventually he's the only one who has chosen to continue to help humanity in this way and this is the way he's doing it yeah well the other is kind of pieced out apparently yeah they're just observers they're just doing the we're watching and and learning and being here so like they're playing the eternal part uh, that's why i want more mythology stuff because i want to know what what where, who they are and where they came from all that stuff um hopefully disney has put some element of mythology build up and world building into this series but what do i have here i'm glad we got a we got a madripoor shout out yeah i noticed that which makes sense considering the world yeah it totally fits in like layla seems like someone who's probably been to madripoor yeah, dealing with all the antiquities that she gets and has to sell or has to, you know, try to figure out how to rescue. I would love to go to Madripoor in this series with them and see how that turns out. Maybe they meet Zemo still dancing up a storm, but I love that. That, uh, the guy that she went to, that they went to visit to get the sarcophagus, I think his character becomes Midnight Man in the comics. He's one of, uh, Moon Knight's, like, arch nemeses. But the kind of sad thing is uh, the actor that portrayed him in this show passed away before the show came out. Yeah, he's the one who died. I remember hearing that and like not knowing anything in context about who he was. So that's 
kind of sad. We'll see if what they do about it. They'll probably recast, you know, on the other side. But he played it well. I just feel like, again, like everybody was just going to Harrow and being like, oh, I put all my trust into you. You're fine. I must believe you. Everybody else are asshole. Even though he destroys the sarcophagus right there. Harrow just destroys it to show him the power of the gods. And he's, that's one of his prized possessions. And that's what he was like getting all upset over that Mark was just touching. But like, this guy destroys it and is like, all right, you're cool. So like, what the fuck? What the Harrow, you are a manipulative asshole. He's just really convincing. Ethan Hawke, man. Ethan Hawke. I did enjoy at the end of the episode where like Konshu kind of like acknowledges Steven. Like you were saying earlier, Steven is like now like kind of part of the team. Yeah, he's no longer the parasite. He's no longer the pathetic little thing. In this episode, he's gained some respect. And Konshu is like, you have to help me. I need your help to do this. He's the one, you know, helping him turn the sky, you know, 2000 years old. And like... He even says, like, listen, when I'm going to do this, this is my sacrifice. Just tell Mark, come, come, come free me. That's, that's your job. Just do that. So he, Stevens definitely earned some respect to that. And that whole scene, oh my God, that whole beautiful, beautiful scene that when he turned the night back, like everything from the last line that we got Conchu talking about, it was like, I remember every night. There's just something so sad about it. And the Conchu actually being a little bit more tragic unless the very stern you know like only taking the mission seriously kind of thing so um, again it's uh, everyone's becoming more vulnerable in the audience and i'm really happy that because this that whole sequence is one of the most beautiful things i think we've ever seen on disney plus yeah can you imagine the, the fucking sky flipping like that like especially like if you're on like acid I knew you were going to go there, Mr. Festival Boy. Um, yeah, of course. Like It's basically instant like rave night. Like It would have been amazing to see that in real life, to be there and the entire sky just turns into a, a, a spinning backwards star wheel. Like, it's, ugh, it would have been beautiful. Definitely caught the attention of the gods, though. <laughs> yes, yes, it did. And that's why they were like, nope, all right, we warned you. Literally five minutes ago, we warned you. So now we got to put you in stone. Third strike on the same day. Oh, can't you. But now we have to have an episode of you know of, of the team basically running around trying to save Conchu from the gods. So this is, we have three episodes left. And I'm just like, oh, God, like I need more. This show is so good. Yeah, it, it seems like they're going to have to do it without superpowers. Yeah, exactly. It's just going to be the power of a multi, you know, multiple personality disordered man, and uh, and Layla to save the day in this case. But they can handle it. Layla can handle her own shit. We saw that in the in the battle, which was an awesome fight. That necklace she wore was fucking cool. The way she turned it into knives and just flip, flip, flip. It's just oh, I love it. I can I can't get enough of this. The sh- the show is firing on all cylinders. It really is. I mean, Mister Knight would like came out to be the pacifist and was like, all right, time out. Everybody just chill. Cool. And then it gets impaled twice. Like, never mind, never mind. Mark, take it back. Take it back. Take it back. Even he's realizing that he has to like really in order to survive all this, he has to give control to Mark. And that goes back to what we were saying. There is, they are working more as a team here. And I thought this episode really showed them trying to do it and, you know, succeeding, but like learning how, how it works. Just figuring it out as they go along. Yeah, exactly. Also, I want to briefly mention, I fucking love the soundtrack to this show. Yeah. I mean, we've talked about the music since episode one and the, the music, the score, everything is wonderful. I just really dig like the Middle Eastern music they're throwing in here and there. It's, it's great. 
I wonder how Steven got out of that fight initially before getting into the cab to go to the airport. I really would like to see that perspective play out. Or was it Jake getting into the cab? No, that was that was Steven. If they were going to the airport, it was Steven. If it was Jake, everyone would be dead. Those guys would not have done that. The only thing I have left to say is that just Harrow is so dangerous. He is so terrifyingly dangerous, you know, because he believes in what he's saying. He's a true believer. He believes in all of it. He believes he's the victim. He believes, you know, that that Conchu is responsible for his anger, all that stuff. So with three episodes left, like there is so much still left to happen. I, 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 I'm blissful about it. Let's keep on going and see what darkness is still revealed in the night. All right. So make sure to like, subscribe, and please tell your friends. You can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at InfinityCast, spelled Infinite A Cast. And you can email us at InfinityCast at gmail.com. Until next time, I'm Jason. And I'm Joseph. And we'll see you guys next week.